everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Set Lusting Bruce, your podcast all about Bruce Springsteen, his music, and mostly his fans. I am your host, Jesse Jackson, and we are in another of our series of episodes we are doing to celebrate the fifth year of Set Lusting Bruce, and um, my good friend Tim is joining me. Tim, how are you doing? I'm wonderful. How are you doing, Jesse? I am great. Uh, we talked a little bit uh, before we got on here, but um, you are surviving okay? Yeah, we're surviving okay. A um, little bit, uh, things are a little bit back open, and everybody's healthy, and that's the important thing. And so we're surviving, but uh, ready to. Uh, get back to traveling and going to concerts again. Yeah, uh, Tim Arnold is um, one of he is a frequent guest. Um, he and I have gotten to hang around together at book signings and at shows, and uh, it Tim is one of my DFW buddies, and uh, you know we're we're all missing uh, we're missing live music a lot, aren't we? Ah, <laughs> uh, incredibly so. I've had 14 shows canceled this year. And uh, I am going in a couple of weeks to see the Oak Ridge Boys at a venue here in Arlington that's doing 50% capacity. So I figured, you know what, I'm going to see how concerts are now. And so I'm for 30 bucks, I'm going to see the Oak Ridge Boys in a couple of weeks, and I'm looking forward to it. Oh, that should be fun. That should be a lot of fun. Um, You, um, we, Tim joined me. Um, earlier in the year when we talked about uh, musicians that we have lost so far. Ah, um, yes. And, uh, and you are the one who, um, I believe this is you, and if it's not, take credit for it anyway. Um, you, <laughs> you mentioned that we understand that there is a lot of death and there is a lot of things going, but we also sometime will have to take time to mourn the things we lost that aren't necessarily death the high school seniors not getting a prom Mm -hmm. the concerts that you and i and others were going to attend that we didn't get to see uh you know exactly you know that because there is a lot because of this that we have all missed out and i think it is healthy for us to um yes in the grand scheme of things me not getting to see the eagles uh, when they were going to be here in Dallas, um, is low on the, you know, priority. But I had never seen the Eagles. I was really looking forward to. It. I had tickets to see the Monkees. I, I was really looking forward to seeing the existing guys left to perform. Lily exactly. Hyde was coming into Nobody's town. Nobody's getting any younger. Yeah, exactly. There's not, not a single person is getting any younger. I mean, Mick Jagger is still 180, and yes. so yes. being able to take my um, you know, five-year-old to see them uh, is something I'm really bummed out that I wasn't able to do in May. And so, you know, it's we'll get there. We'll get back to things eventually. But yes, in the grand scheme of things, missing a you know, uh, seeing Hamilton or Green Day or you know whatever is not huge, but it's. It's how I used to really mark uh, how enjoyable things are. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I am glad you and your family are doing well and staying healthy. And I, I certainly hope 
that continues and I also hope that um, you know better days are ahead for us all um, I also appreciate all Absolutely. the support um, I promise we will not get into politics listeners but um, Tim is one of the people that supports me on Twitter very much like you go Jesse yes they're they're a bunch of jerks you know uh especially our texas representatives we are um he shares my frustration very very blessed to have amazing representation here in texas and that was dripping with sarcasm beyond measure (laughs) absolutely uh so very good my friend all right so um i asked him uh because one i always love catching up with him and he has been a frequent contributor um so i've asked select members of um, of audience and fellow people that have participated in the past um the the local sports station here in dallas uh, to reset the premise again in case this is your first episode of hearing this um used to do a show biggest show coming to town every week and they would discuss the different artists that were coming bands or musicians and they would debate which one of the next seven days who was coming was the biggest artist they gave them excuse to kind of talk about everyone that's coming to give you know opinions about bands and then they all voted on it and it was a fun segment um no one comes in town anymore so they've had to Mm -hmm. figure out what else to do so they started doing songs of bands of your life and so there was 11 questions um asking about different reasons and things behind your life on bands and the kicker is you can only use one band once so if you love the rolling stones um, you could not use the question maybe, you know, band that you love, band you can listen to it over and over again. You couldn't use the Rolling Stones for both questions. And I thought it was interesting, but my son Chris said, you know, Dad, you ought to take that and make it a Bruce theme. Like, how could you twist that and make it more Bruce? And so I took the 11 questions and I made them about songs. So um, I gave this to Tim in advance. I gave him the 11 questions. And so his job, and we're going to go through each of them, is to pick a Bruce Springsteen song to answer each question. However, we have the same restraint. You can only use a song once on each of the questions. So... Any, any, you want to give me insight on how you picked your songs or how you went about filling out these questions? Uh, some were really, really hard, and some were pretty easy. Uh, I mean, songs that I love. I mean, good lord, uh, I could, I got that narrowed down to about 150. Yeah. Um, so some were really, really hard, and then I was able to fill in the ones that were a little bit easier with other songs and then come back to ones that were harder with um, that made me contemplate. Uh, do I want this one or this one? And okay, I'll put this one here and then this one here. And, you know, I, I think I made a really good solid list for what I did two days ago. Very nice. I would guess that this, I would guess that this list would change three days from tomorrow. I have no idea. I'm not, it's based Probably on mood, but this I, I I feel confident with my list that it reflects exactly my mood at this time. Okay, so. Fair enough. I like that. So okay, let's start out with the negative. 
what is a song you hate, or in parentheses, if you don't want to say you hate a song, it's a song you didn't get, you don't get. Okay. Well, I, as far as Springsteen songs go, he has about 400 songs, and I don't really hate any. There are ones that I listen to far more often, but there's a few that I just don't listen to that often because I don't like them as much. And so I don't really hate any of his songs, but I don't get Spirit in the Night at all. Um, I don't get why anybody likes that song. If you do, I'm sorry. I just, it's not one that I personally get. And then my slightly right behind that would be the studio version of Rosalita. I hate the studio version of Rosalita. I absolutely love how life-affirming the live version is when I'm standing in a crowd and, uh, you know, standing there uh, 100 feet from Bruce or 50 feet from Bruce, and that comes on, that place goes energetic and it explodes. The studio version, I hate. Uh, I can't stand it. And so, but I love the song when he does it live. And so that's probably, I, I would say Rosalita, the studio version, just because it lacks all of the energy, all of the um, just the frenetic uh, studio or the it just lacks all um, you know just life that it has when it uh, is played live. And so, great choice. I've really never been like, a big fan of that. No, I like that. I really like that. That's that's an interesting choice. Um, what is a song you think is overrated? Uh, for me, a overrated song. Um, is Bobby Jean. I know it's about friendship and the loss of uh, friendship. It's also my least favorite song on Born in the USA. I just don't, I, I don't know. I guess I don't just, I, it never has connected with me. And so it's not a bad song. I've heard him play it live, I don't know, half dozen, ten times. I've never understood why it's such a popular song i think it's completely overrated and it, again it just doesn't connect with me personally excellent answer i really like that one um less controversial than mine mine was jungle land it's mine overrated so uh <laughs> yeah i i know and one of these days i don't know i i guess i don't know have you heard clarence actually do jungle land the last concert I saw him at, uh, I mean, that's one of, I look back and that's one of my concert um, highlights. And so, again, you're, everybody's free to have their opinions. Right. Uh, mine are certainly uh, there, but I just, I don't understand. It's such a Mount Rushmore song. For I, I know, I get it. And, and exactly, I like I said, I, there's no wrong answers, exactly, but that yeah. one. That was drifting that direction. I so, get that. I um, appreciate that. And I appreciate you still loving me. Um, absolutely. No. So, yeah. If everybody was the same, we'd, we'd only need one. Yes. So, one person. All yeah. right. Song that is underappreciated. For me, an underappreciated song is Land of Hope and Dreams. It's absolutely a killer song, especially live. It's got some of his best lyric work ever in it. And it almost seems to pass under so many people's radar that, um, you know, a lot of even big Bruce fans 
just uh, dismiss it uh, or um, you know don't have the appreciation that I think it really deserves. It's an amazing allegory. It's amazing. It's got beautiful visual energy, and it's just such an amazing uh, song of optimism and hope and uh, just uh, energy. And I love that song. And I don't understand why it doesn't have more um, synthetic appeal. Uh, yeah, that's you know it made my list under a different category, but I'm, I'm right there with you. That that's a great song. Yeah. Um, song that you love. Okay, this obviously was my hardest, and it was only uh, here because other songs that I liked a little bit. I mean, I, I again, I narrow this down to about thirty, um, but. Song that I love, Bruce at his absolute best, lyrics, uh, vocals, the some of his most defining images in his uh, lyric work is Better Days. Utterly one of his best songs ever. Uh, I know not everybody loves those two albums that came out. I do, um, but Better Days is for me. 10 out of 10. I can listen to that all the time. It's so full of hope, so full of optimism about a guy, you know, down on his luck, but he's, he knows he's going to come back. And you really feel uh, for the protagonist there. And it's just, a, it's a great song. I love it. I've, it's one of my favorites, uh, Bruce, for all time. And I, I don't know. I think it's one of, uh, I put it up in his top three. So it is. It is one of my favorite songs, and it is the one I picked for underappreciated. So uh, I, I, would, I would I would have no problem putting yes. it there either because yeah. I don't think it gets the. But I mean, just think of some of the images that he he writes in there: the rich man in a poor man's shirt, the yeah. um, poor man you know, living my in his own skin from a passing yeah. gypsy wagon. It's a uh, it's a sad man, my friend, who's living in his own skin and can't stand the company. Yeah. Damn fine writing. That I don't is, care who you are. Exactly. But I agree. It's, it's just great. Yeah. I, I love that song and always will. It's just a, a, a song that, you know, if anybody's ever down, I um, send them those lyrics. So. Absolutely. All right. Song you can listen to over and over again. Okay, I did some back of a napkin, back, uh, you know, just napkin figuring there, uh, back of an envelope figuring, and I've estimated that I've listened to Thunder Road and Born to Run a minimum of five thousand times in my life, and I'm, I okay. don't have any regrets with that, and I, if I listen to those another ten thousand times before I die, I'll be perfectly happy. So I, I can't separate those because I, I mean, I listen to them all the time, at least five, six times a week. And so I can't separate those and I'm not even going to try, okay. but I would say those songs, those two songs I can listen to forever and ever. And there it goes. So, and I know that's cliche. I know it's Bruce and, you, no, no, no. you know, but it's, I think those two songs are the two best songs ever written, and I'll be perfectly happy to stake that um, claim. It hasn't, my opinion hasn't changed for 25 years, and I don't think it's going to. But if you can find me a better song than Thunder Road or Born to Run, 
I'll be perfectly happy to listen to it. (laughs) Very nice. Uh, Obviously, they both made my list. Um, A song that I love was Thunder Road. And uh, the song that made me fall in love with Bruce, which is your next question, my answer was Born to Run. So what would you, what, what's your song that made you fall in love with Bruce? My song that, you know, I was always already a big Bruce fan, you know, just kind of, uh, but once I heard, really heard the river, I just I fell in love with him. It is, I'm a huge Steinbeck fan as I'm a hundred percent sure that Bruce is too. Yeah. And this song is not, um, is not at all a song. It's a Steinbeck short story. I know he wrote it for his, as uh, about his sister's experience, but this song has some of the best and most evocative lyrics of the entire body of work. And the music's great. It's just, it's all inspiring song. And I think I saw him five times on the river tour. So hearing him do this song, right in the middle of the first um you know right at the because it um comes at the end of the second or the first part and right at the beginning that he goes into uh but hearing him do it and hearing the entire crowd just go completely um completely silent and watching listening to him is just it's an amazing song it's you know, it's like the Eagle Desperado. It's just that song that it's a slow song, but it brings everybody and focuses exactly on the stage. So, yeah, absolutely great choice. I love that song. Yeah, absolutely great choice. All right, song. And yeah, I, I'm I am convinced that he uh, is a big Steinbeck fan too. Yeah, so. I I think you're absolutely right. Um, song that changed your life. Yeah, this one again. Could have been about, I don't know, several thousand. But what I went with was uh, what I think is his best love song. And that's tougher than the rest. And to me, this always reminds me of, you know, when my wife and I were kind of uh, still dating and uh, 20 some odd years ago, we were just sit around in the dark and uh, listen to music. And I was fairly sheltered. And so she, uh, she really would bring, you know, would have conversations. Oh, my God, you haven't heard that song here. And she'd pop in a CD and would just listen to it in the dark. And, you know, Tougher Than the Rest was obviously one of those that, um, you know, but, you know, hearing uh, she really brought out my appreciation for Prince and for, you know, so many other great artists that I had never really gotten that appreciation for before and so now you know like i said 20 years ago 20 years on you know we're uh, we're still uh still enjoying music still that's one of our big bonding things and so if i'm going to pick one uh springsteen song i'm going to pick his best love song and to me it's tougher than the rest so so there are uh, if we had compared our lists there, we are hitting we a not. lot. No, we did not. Um, my song you can listen to over and over again is tougher than the rest. Yeah. <laughs> for for a lot no, of it, the reasons you talked about, that. you know, there were a lot of songs that, and and I, I agree with you, Tim. Like the the challenge of this is, I I could use this in several places. You know, what song made me fall in love with yeah. Bruce? The song over and over again. 
the song that changed my life was Land of Hope and Dreams uh, for a lot of reasons that I've gone into in the past. Gotcha. So um, that's why I said – I was guessing we, it would have been Linda Let Me Be the One. Uh, uh, that, that's, you yeah. know what? That would have been a good choice. That would have been a very good choice. Um, what's a song that surprised you? Um, I actually have two that really surprised me um, that I was familiar with beforehand. And then once I saw him, because I saw him, I was able to see him twice on Broadway. And hearing these two songs and the stories behind them, and just, they absolutely floored me. And they moved it from a good song that I enjoyed before to one that I thought was, were just um, amazing. Because when hearing him do them, hearing, hearing, the wish about his uh, mother, and then uh, Long Walk Home about uh, the insanity that's going on in our country right now, utterly changed uh, my perception of those songs. I liked those songs before. They were good. They were enjoyable. But hearing him do it them live in, on Broadway and hearing some backstory on those, utterly amazing. Changed my perception of those songs completely. So. That is a great choice, that it, and I love the background and story about that. That it, that is beautiful. Um, I mean, just just the wish alone for about his mother, uh, yes. you know, that was I thought was the best part of this show, um, and the show is beyond impressive. Yeah, so. exactly. Um, so, you know, here's. I know a lot of people do not like the phrase guilty pleasure. It's it, it's a pleasure, you know, and I don't have to feel guilty about enjoying something. But uh, exactly. for the sake of the argument, what what is a song that is a guilty pleasure for you? For me, um, I know a lot of people hate this song, and I'm perfectly fine with it. I love this song. I'm unapologetic about it. And for me, 57 Channels, is Bruce at his uh, his absolute humorous um, songwriting best, and it's I, I again I know people hate it. I love the song. I've uh, it's one of my favorites. The next song on the album is also a pretty um, amazing one called "Cross My Heart." But Fifty Seven Channels, it's Bruce at his you know just being funny, being enjoyable, and just making um making people laugh and that's what i think we need more of so yeah uh, you've talked about that before that you like the funny bruce you enjoy I do. those songs about that and so i i'm not i had i had not thought of that but now that you say it that is absolutely perfect choice for you i, I totally agree my friend that is absolutely spot on especially you know from your perspective you've always defended that song so good choice good choice yeah i mean in end of the day there's enough you know sad uh depressing uh you know there's enough um, morose songs that he's written i mean he's not the smiths or anything but uh he certainly has his fair share of unhappy endings in his songs and so having some of his that just uh, burst with uh, humor and uh, you know uh, in the blessed name of Elvis I shot my TV basically that's yes, funny uh, I, I enjoy that um, and so yeah it's, uh, I, I think that's 
humorous to me, and I like his uh, sense of humor. So. Awesome. Perfect. All right. Song you wish you had seen live? Uh, I've seen him, I think, 16 times. So I've seen most of my big bucket list songs that I wanted to always see. And for me, I think the one that I most regret not seeing is Fire. Um, okay. I love the song. I love the Pointer Sisters version of the song. Um, I've There's never really been a good recorded version of that song on any of his albums. Uh, live in, you know, as late as 70s was probably the best recording of it. But I've never heard it live. And it's one that I, I was looking back and like, man, I, I would really enjoy seeing that. Pink Cadillac would be another one just because I love, uh, it's just a rock, just a rollicking rocker. But I've heard so many of his rollicking rockers before, but I've never heard Fire, and I really wish I would. Good. Oh, I like that. That's a, that's a really good choice. Um, so the last one, a great song to see live. If I had one choice of uh, to hear one of his songs live, in uh, I would choose Badlands. There's not a better live song in his entire catalog than watching 20,000 fists pump in the air uh, every time the, you know, and screaming out Badlands. The roof almost goes off. Uh, it's, to me, it's the most energetic, it's the most fun, it's the most life-affirming song that he does. I mean, Born to Run, obviously, when they pulled up the lights is great, uh, you know, uh, and everybody just but you also know at that point you're only three or four songs away from the end of the concert. And that's just, it's kind of a bummer. So, right. um, not, not that born to run is ever a bummer, but, no, you, but I understand you know, in the what back you're saying. Mind, yes. you know, in the back of your mind that, um, there's less, uh, less page in front of you than there has been it behind. So, uh, but Badlands, for me, live, that is the best live song he's ever done. And I just love that song, live. I mean, I love the song to begin with, but hearing it live is just that that shot of uh, adrenaline straight into the heart, and it's just fun. It's, you know, it's just an amazing song. It's just, for the Rolling Stones, it would be Start Me Up, you know, or it's that song that gets everybody if you were even thinking about sitting down it gets you to stand the hell up and just uh enjoy uh the music so i I love it that's a great choice um and often you know he a lot of times he'll start the show with that and uh and it does it no matter where you are in the set list it it excites you and it gets you up and you're rolling exactly Um, yeah my choice was 10th avenue freeze out for many of the same reasons Right. Same like reason, yeah. yeah it, especially, it's got a lot of the Yeah. And especially you know, right. Big like, man joined the band and right. everybody cheers for Clarence and now Jake, you know, yeah. and all of that stuff. And it's yeah. uh, it's, it's a great energetic song as well. Yeah. Um uh, and I love Tenth Avenue Freeze Out, but uh, yeah. for me it's just Badlands. Uh, it's, gotta be. Badlands yeah. is is like taking straight cocaine. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I've never taken cocaine, but I would <laughs> yeah. imagine That's what <laughs> I don't even drink like. caffeine. So uh, yeah. Oh, this is great. Great selections. I I appreciate you joining me so much. Um, this Absolutely. is yeah, it, it's always fun to talk to you and 
and to catch up and and I hope you and your family are all safe and uh you know and I We hope, are so far and everything's good and, and I wish you and you uh everybody as well that you stay safe and you know when all this stupidity and craziness is over yeah. uh would love to you know get get together for lunch or something um oh, absolutely. Done dinner yeah. you know some, something down the road so. we absolutely we need to do that and we need to go to a show together again and, and enjoy that would be so yeah. much fun uh we have like that. i said I, i'm looking forward to seeing how this uh show in a few weeks is going to be and yeah. so i'll let you know uh yeah, what do. concerts look like uh it, you know as of right now they're there, I think I bought the first ticket, and so it may just be me and the Oak Ridge Boys, there you know, go. singing Elvira together. But uh, <laughs> if that's it, then that's so it. So be it. Sounds uh, great. Exactly. But it, uh, Tim, yeah, just blocking off every other seat, masks, yeah. and all of that stuff. Yeah. So. Uh, Tim, if someone wants to reach you, uh, give us your Twitter handle. CG uh, Concierge, and I'm meeting planner and so that was kind of my um planning and it's kind of morphed into just being an inseparable um you know um person on twitter sometimes as well many I, people on twitter are, but, uh, yes i think you are a great person that i on twitter oh well, um, i do like harassing Yes. Uh, politicians who deserve to be harassed. Absolutely, so. you do. Uh, thank you. Uh, Tim, I agree with you. We need to break bread together when the craziness gets in a, a different level where we get things a little bit back to normal. We do need to get together. And so I appreciate yes. your friendship. I appreciate your support of the podcast. And just absolutely, you and your family stay Congrats safe. Congrats on five years. So Thanks. That's, yeah. That's uh, an amazing accomplishment. And uh, like I said, I've really enjoyed um, the different um, listening to it, participating in it, uh, you know, uh, arguing sometimes on about lists and uh, rankings and everything like that. It's been fun. It's so. always fun. Good. Um, listener, you stay safe. Remember to social distance. Wash your hands. Take care of yourself. As Bruce said, wear an effing mask. Um, and we will talk to you soon. For now, be good, and we'll talk to you soon. Goodbye. Doing a podcast at times can be a one-way conversation, and I hate that. So please let me know what you like and don't like about the work I'm doing. You can reach the podcast via email at setlustingbruce at gmail.com. The show is on Twitter, at setlustingbruce, and my personal Twitter is at jessejacksondfw. We have a website, www.setlessingbruce.com. From there, you can find links to other Springsteen podcasts, as well as other music-themed podcasts. We have a page devoted to our own SLB All-Star Band. These are guests who have been on the podcast more than three times. There is a link to our store, where you can purchase Set Lessing Bruce shirts, as well as a Mary Question t-shirt. There is a link to our Patreon page, where you can sign up to help support the podcast financially. We have different levels and different rewards based on your support. If you don't have any extra cash, and right now who does, you can support the podcast by subscribing via your favorite podcast player and leaving us a review. The more reviews we have, the easier it is for people to find us. And please tell a friend about the podcast, especially if they love Bruce or music, because it will make a difference.
You just heard the fun talking, hard rocking, music loving, album ranking, fan thinking, joy spreading, lyric reading, story sharing podcast that is the one, the only, said Listening Bruce. Set Listing Bruce is part of the Southgate Media Podcast Group. The theme for Set Listing Bruce was written by David Rosen, used by permission. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.